Bangarang Radio, Bangarang Radio, BangarangRadio.com. I'm going out, I gotta go, I'll Bangarang on the radio, so turn it up, I'm telling you, I think I'm ready for something new. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet ya, hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Pop Punk and Pizza with Jacques L'Amour. So we're actually live now on uh, Facebook, just to give you a heads up in case. I don't, I'm not sure if you can see that on your end, but I actually have it all. It's actually working now. After, uh, it says uh, recording live on Facebook. Yes. Yep. So you, I, was, I figured you could see that too, but I wasn't sure. Um, so yeah, we had some technical difficulties, but we are here. Um, before we get uh, deep into it, I uh, just want to let everyone know I added some new items to the Pop Punk and Pizza podcast merch store. So in addition to the um, Pop Punk and Pizza Ruined My Life and Pop Punk and Pizza Saved My Life designs, uh, there are now items available with just the podcast logo on them. So there's men and women t-shirts. There's also hoodies. You can go to uh, bangerangradio.com forward slash merch to uh, take a look at those. There's also tank tops, uh, face masks, phone cases, and more. Uh, bangerangradio.com forward slash merch. And at checkout, make sure you use that promo code POPPUNK because you'll get $2 off your order. So thank you so much in advance for that. And uh, welcome, Adrian Phoenix, the lead vocalist of punk band D20 out of New Mexico. I have only been to New Mexico once and I was on the road. I was on tour and we were just driving through. There was no shows in New Mexico. And I just remember uh, making like one stop at a gas station, you know, to obviously get gas. Um, and that's all I really remember about Albuquerque. So um, I would love to learn more about Albuquerque on the show today. What what can you oh, teach man. me about Albuquerque? Food. <laughs> food? Like Tex like is that like the Tex Mex food or is oh, it or, Oh uh, man, there there's just there's so much local cuisine in our state uh that you can't get anywhere else. Uh like what for instance? Well, uh, do you ever watch Breaking Bad? Um, that takes place in New Mexico, doesn't it? Yeah, it takes place in Albuquerque, our uh, home state. Oh, it does take place. So obviously, I don't watch the show, or I did not watch the show. That's going to be one of those things I'm going to probably get into um, probably pretty recently, because now that the show is over and the hype is, you know, kind of died down, that's usually when I end up watching things. I'm always late on the bandwagon. Uh, Careful when you do watch it. You might end up uh, binging a bit. (laughs) Like, <laughs> yeah maybe that's one reason <laughs> maybe that's one reason i avoided it because you know amc shows tend to do that you know um oh, yeah. they've they just put out some really really good shows because i was obsessed with Mad Men. i know that's completely different but it's an amc show um and you know they they seem to to do the same kind of thing with the walking dead you know like you said cliffhangers yeah. and you know things constant, like that. it's a constant thing to keep you drawn in and it's like oh, what's going to happen next and yeah so anyway yeah. you bring up breaking bad because that's takes place in yeah. albuquerque no they uh they they show all that a ton of our uh our local cuisine here whether um so so for instance there's a scene uh i don't remember what episode it was but jesse ends up going to uh buy a uh a gun. Sorry, I got a message. My guitar player. He wants to get in on this. Oh yeah, um, let him in. Man. So yeah, he he ends up he ends up going to buy a gun, and uh, okay. there's this there's this local restaurant that we have here in Albuquerque called the Dog House. There's okay. Only one in the entire world. It's family owned. It's been around for decades. Um, I, I've been eating there since I was a kid, and uh, it, it's very unique. You can only get their specific chili and their way of cooking there at the doghouse. Uh, you can't find it anywhere else. And uh, they don't plan on opening any other locations or anything, uh, which I think is awesome and keeps it kind of exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that they're in the for, for the money. They're kind of just in it for uh, the love of serving that food from yeah. what I can get. And <laughs> obviously making a little bit of a living to, you know, stay alive. <laughs> yeah. 
but and, uh, that's that's just like one example of um, Breaking Bad showing off Albuquerque and our our local cuisine kind of stuff. Because uh, we also have like Garcia's uh, El Modelo's, which is another like Mexican eatery uh, towards downtown, and uh, we have all these food trucks that are independent to just here too. And uh, the, the food is just it's to die for, man. Um, I used to I used to weigh two hundred and forty pounds. Um, oh, me too. Yeah, actually. Yeah, <laughs> man. Like I, I used to be a big boy. Uh, mm-hmm. If you go on my my personal Facebook profile, you can actually see my before and after picture of me uh, going from like two forty to one seventy. And now you're like a big boy, right? You got. Uh, I don't know. I've been I've been kind of not hitting the gym since. Uh, this quarantine started are they even open <laughs> are they even open by you i mean i believe they're open here in illinois or most of uh, them are some of them are planet fitness is uh open now but i yes. personally work out at home because I, I have dumbbells and i uh, all the cardio i do is just jump rope uh, okay that's it that's, that's the best good for you by the way yeah yeah um but uh yeah man it's mostly just staying at home playing video games eating taco bell and i'm just like uh starting to gain a little bit of my pudge back and i'm like ah. <laughs> yeah so so you were talking about how, how did you how did you lose all that that weight uh so when i was before i got into d20 and uh started this band with my my two guitar players in 2017 when i moved back in december of 2017 the year before that i spent the entire year working at this pizza place and uh huh lo and behold pop punk and yeah, pizza that, that, that was that was tough man uh so like oh, it, was, yeah. it was kind of it was kind of like a slice parlor too something called marco's pizza it's okay. amazing um that sounds amazing but uh yeah man so i would spend i'd spend like 12 hours of my day there maybe like 10 to 12 hour shifts depending on you know which of the kids showed up for their shift <laughs> oh um, right of course so i would wake up at like nine in the morning uh, I would walk about two and a half miles to get there. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, if I was there early, I'd bust out, uh, pushups and sit-ups and then okay. uh, I'd start my shift, work that entire shift, uh, walk two and a half miles back home. And then I would do an extra 40 minutes of jump rope and lift some weights. Well, um, that'll do it. Walking, you know, just for yeah, starters, walking all that so way. I did that for like eight months and, uh, just slowly lost the weight wow and uh it was it was insane man i was uh i was thin and kind of in shape for pretty much the first time in my life and i was just like wow uh this is what i have been missing out on (laughs) yeah 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 it's um it once you get there it's such a great feeling i feel like i felt i feel like especially when it's a a slow progression and you actually you actually work you actually work for it not to you, not to talk down any of the fast ways to lose weight but i guess yeah. i'm just speaking from personal experience and judging from your experience too um you know losing losing the weight by you know really really working hard not to say that other ways aren't as hard but you, yeah i just don't want to say you know i'm not trying to say fuck you to anybody else i'm just you know. <laughs> no it's uh some some people go to like extreme measures like uh christian bale for instance you know like he's a he's a total method actor and uh he'll go on these insane diets and uh workout regimens just so that he can look the part for a certain role yeah so uh yeah he'll gain I, a crap ton of weight and then he'll have to lose it and yeah uh he had he had this one role for a movie called the machinist and uh he was supposed to be this like uh, schizophrenic type of character seeing stuff in his head and um, to the point where he has his character has insomnia and uh, won't be able to eat anything, you know, like just has a hard mm-hmm. time keeping stuff down. Mm-hmm. So uh, in order to look the part for that role and be nothing but skin and bones, like they didn't use any CGI in those pictures that it was just skin and bones. No, he lost all the muscle from and fat from his previous role. And uh, all he did was eat a can of tuna and an apple a day. <laughs> and I was like, that's fucking crazy. I can't. There's I no can't way. Even imagine that. There's no I way. I can't even imagine that, man. No. And then I, I did it for um, three weeks out of that entire time that I was trying to lose weight. 
I did, did that the for tuna three weeks. and apple thing. I did it, but I oh. I did it with extra steps. I I okay. had a, I had like multivitamins and I had a like pretty much a protein shake like this just once a day, uh-huh. and uh, just so that way I wouldn't lose any muscle mass because okay. uh, my my body's weird, man. <laughs> yeah, we're all uh, we're all different. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Um. Uh, my dad cursed me with broad shoulders. And my mom gave me wide hips. So, like, if I, if I were to just lose everything, I'd be like an hourglass, and it'd be weird. It'd be like a weird that's, kind of hourglass. Dude, that's not like, weird, man. That's that's oh. what the that's what people want. Even the ladies, they like the hourglass. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's a it's a classy figure. I think uh, Dwayne's trying to join us. I don't know if yeah. he's just letting us talk or if he uh, he's um, waiting for the proper time. But it looks like. Looks like he's here, but he's not fully here. Dwayne. Dwayne, are you there? I I can hear him. <laughs> I can now hear him, I can yeah. Kind of see him. Okay, it, yeah. I mean Oh, okay. He's just gonna join us audio. Oh, okay. That's totally That's cool. cool, man. Well, Dwayne, Dwayne, welcome to the podcast. How are you? Thank you. Pretty good. A little tired coming off of a busy lunch, but Ooh, oh, what, what uh, busy lunch as in eating or cooking or both? Uh, no, from work. Where do you work? I work at uh, Panera Bread. Nice. Dude, I haven't had Panera in quite a long time, but my favorite <laughs> is the chicken and wild rice soup. Uh, yeah, we discontinued that a long time ago, actually. What? When? Yeah. Uh, How long? Like, been like two years, I believe. No way. Yeah, no. No, I still- okay, maybe maybe out in your neck of the woods, but I've had it in the last two years here for sure. <laughs> yeah, maybe. It could be a franchise favorite thing too, but yeah, that's what I. That's, what that's I've been weird because I've definitely had it in the last couple of years here in Illinois. So <laughs> that's nice. that's weird. Anyway, um, well, uh, so you're all done for the day. Yes, I am. So how's, what's it like? I haven't really talked to anyone working at a restaurant during COVID, but I mean, what, what exactly is that like? Bring us front and center. Uh, it's actually kind of rough. Um, I'm one of the food managers here at where I work. Okay. So that, that, on my end, it's really tough, especially coming from a, like a bakery cafe. Mm-hmm. You have to adjust your pan ups almost like every single day. So you're not left with a lot at the end of the night and you're not wasting food at the end of the night. And so when we opened up dining a couple of weeks ago again, and we started getting really busy for that. And then the couple of weeks later, the New Mexico government decided to close down the dining room again. And after that, it, it got dead again. And I was still, I was painting up for more busy sales. Everything was just dead. And I had so much left over at the end of the night. It was kind of sad to see a lot of it go to waste, especially because we donate a lot of our stuff at the end of the night. No one, because of COVID, no one's been picking up donations. Really? Yeah. Don't, don't a lot of people pick up some of that food for like their animals and stuff? Like if they're farmers and such? Uh, I haven't had that down here, but... um, No. Okay. Not, not really like in Albuquerque, uh, maybe towards uh, Santa Fe or a more kind of rural area with all the farming. Okay. I wasn't yeah. sure how what kind of rural area you know, was around in Albuquerque. Cause like I said, I only drove through it's, uh, years it's like ago. super weird. Um, so, so we have like uh, certain areas where it's just city and then there, there's no subtle cutoff point. It's just city, bam, desert. <laughs> okay. So it doesn't just um, like, you know, like when you, like here in, in Chicago, it's like, obviously you, if you start in the center, big city, and then it just kind of slowly, you know, decreases. And I, then, I you know, it, like, depends on what direction you go in so if you mm-hmm. if you start heading like east it's just like straight up cuts off into the mountains and just foliage and dirt and then desert. <laughs> yeah right lots of <laughs> desert yeah yeah uh then like if you if you head like i don't know northwest towards uh rio rancho which wants to be there like there is their own city now uh, they, they have a lot of undeveloped areas so like there's a lot of roads but there's nothing built there so it's kind of just desert. <laughs> okay. Okay. That make that makes sense. Yeah. The desert is is wild. What what have uh 
your experience has been growing up in in the in a desert environment i'm i just i'm so curious about these things i know that it's not obviously music related but it does kind of influence uh, uh how you write though i'm sure it does actually well Dwayne is uh he's originally from farmington um and I'm, I'm actually from Albuquerque. Like I, I grew up all over different parts of this town. Uh, but um, I'll tell you more about Albuquerque. Dwayne, tell us, tell us about Farmington. Cause I've been curious about that too. What is it like, like growing up there? Um, it's not too bad as much as I, as I say, I don't really like Farmington. I, I actually do enjoy it. It really wasn't too bad. It's a small town, small city, surrounded by a couple like different smaller towns. But there's not a lot to do there at the same time. And so you have like one mall, like two movie theaters, and grocery stores every now and then, stuff like that. It's not too okay. much to do there. Um, so there's it it a lot of just like outdoorsy, outdoorsy type things there rather than sure. being inside all the time. Are What, what are some of the... Uh... Your any like crazy wildlife encounters? Uh, not really. No sharks. Those sand sharks, man, they'll get. Yeah. You. Oh, you gotta watch. It. Actually, is, there's a there's a movie called Sand Sharks, right? Yeah, there is. Um, I've never although, seen it, but I. I, whenever, I Whenever I think of a sand shark, um, I always think of this movie called Treasure Island. It's like uh, it was a it was a newer version of Treasure Island, and it was this kid uh, trying to find a book and getting chased by pirates and blah blah blah. But uh, there's a part where he has to outrun a sand shark, so he climbs up a pepperoni pizza tree. <laughs> Dude, I want a tree made out of pepperoni pizza. Wouldn't we all like? <laughs> But yeah, in order to get away from it, he had to like throw down some pepperoni pizza into the sand and distract it with that. And I was like, dude, that's sick. <laughs> now I gotta watch. I gotta watch this movie just for this tree. So now, now we gotta talk about this pepperoni pizza tree. <laughs> so was it like like a tree made of wood, and then there was pizza yeah, like was, hanging from the the branches? It was like a uh, it was like an apple tree, you know, like okay, just okay, replaced apples with the uh, pizzas. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, by the, by the slice not by the man <laughs> if uh you know you know what i'm gonna do if well covid will eventually pass i'm gonna open up a restaurant and that's how the the pizza is going to be served is that when it's done we're gonna dangle it from a tree and you have to retrieve your pizza from the the branch <laughs> That would be pretty cool. You gotta work, you gotta work for it, you know. Um, and be depending, like, be kind of like uh, the fisherman in the dollar commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got you a dollar. Oh, you almost got oh, it. Yeah, oh, almost got it. Yeah, it'll be like because because oh, yeah, depending on you know how busy the restaurant is, you might have to climb pretty far up that tree, man, to get your pizza. You know, that's probably the best restaurant to open during COVID. Six foot branches. There you go. Never been. Oh, is that a restaurant? Six foot branches? Is that what? <laughs> no, that, you're... that'd probably be the best restaurant to kind of open during COVID with your uh, six foot <laughs> branches to grab the pizza from. <laughs> Stay oh, off my man. bench, bro. <laughs> That's right. So let's talk about D20. Um, I, I love how we, we've been chatting about everything but music, but that's totally cool. Um, uh, your latest EP called Time to Relax, um, it, it has a, um, a more, to me, it's more of a punk rock vibe, but if you are going to call it pop punk, it'd be more like 90s um, pop punk influenced, um, I, uh, I would say. I Sorry, know, go ahead. Like, uh, it's, it's like um, we're, we're genre confused constantly. We kind of just do what we want. Mm -hmm. uh, so sometimes we'll write these like super post-hardcore heavy songs where i get to scream and i'm really happy about it um and then we have like these these like super light-hearted happy sounding type of songs with the the four chord basic structure and like yeah. um we we, we kind of just dabble in whatever we want to dabble in um 
one of the songs off of the new album uh, actually has a bit of an electronic beat in it. And uh, yes, I noticed that at the beginning of the song, right? Or uh, no, I'm thinking of, there's a, a which song is it that starts out with the organ? Oh, uh, relax. Oh, that's that's relax. Yeah. Okay, I really I think that was probably my one of my favorite intros I've heard in in recent uh, oh, months. Yeah. Recent months, yeah. I liked that. It was it was unexpected. There was uh, there was such a big argument on that song. So the entire <laughs> what? The, <laughs> so what was the argument? So the length uh, at the end of the it, note. Yeah, we're we're arguing how do we how do we end that uh, and how long should the pause be between the intro organ and all of the instrumental stuff to the actual uh, song, mm-hmm. and uh, like. Uh, two of us wanted it to be like extended just like an extra long pause and uh, and then uh Dwayne and I were like no let's shorten it and then they were like oh no that's too short <laughs> and it was oh my god it, it was hilarious man like looking back on it I was like wow the five of us really just like <laughs> fought about that yeah for a good like 20 minutes <laughs> and then and then when you put it out you're like did it really matter the, the yeah. pause would yeah, it, I, I'd say it did yeah well, well how did okay well how did you settle it did, did you just uh, eventually did it eventually just be like okay fine whatever I think we uh we we couldn't decide as a band so we actually had our our, our guy that was recording with us um Scott from Soundwave Studios he's a super awesome guy by the way uh but uh, he had some input on it, and he's like, you know what uh, we're going to do is we're going to put both, and then we're going to listen to them a couple of times and see which ones everybody really does like. And we agreed on the, the shorter pause, because uh, it built up all that tension. Yes. Um, and when you let it go on for too long in just silence, in that big pause, it kind of just like lost all of its momentum. Yeah. Uh, so Scott puts it down the perfect amount of time for that pause, and I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I I I thought it was a good pause. I I liked the intro because, um, so I was in my kitchen doing dishes while I was listening to it, uh, listening to the whole EP, and when that came on that intro, I thought, oh, it did 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 Spotify move on to something else? Because like this sounds like a different. You know, I figured it was a different artist. And then yeah. I, I checked my phone. I'm like, oh, I was like, no, this is this is still D20. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. Like, I because I, I love those unexpected things, you know. Um, yeah. And I, I really, because um, I really appreciate a band who uh, experiments with, you know, with what they're doing. Back. You're bad headed? No, fun back. That. That what intro is- to relax, the, the organ intro to relax is actually trying, kind of me trying to emulate a fugue almost. Okay. I gotcha. Okay. So incorporating like classical music styles into even more rock centered sounds. Mm-hmm. Do you have a, a classical music background? Oh uh, yeah. I went to um, down here, uh, university of New Mexico. I went to there. I went for a couple years for music theory and composition. Oh wow! So, like, can you literally lay out all these songs properly? Yeah, on... I can. <laughs> yeah, man. Are... If he tries hard enough, yeah. So, are you the only one in the band that is classically trained this way? I think so. College-wise, college-wise, yeah. uh, the rest of us have had like basic high school lessons, and uh, I. That was so long ago for me that I I don't even remember how to read music, um, uh, let alone how to play something off of an actual piece of sheet, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. So most of the time for me, it's uh, guitar tablature, and uh, I I wasn't even trained how to sing, because um, I kind of just learned by ear and just practiced my ass off to nail certain notes and have more control over my voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I actually appreciate that Dwayne was smart enough to go to college for that amount of time until I met him. Uh, so that way he can learn that kind of stuff and the rest of us can kind of just ride whatever wave he's putting out. Yeah, it, <laughs> um, it, can, it can be difficult because I, I hear stories about members where you've got someone that is trained in, in, you know, in music theory 
And then yeah. you got then you got the guy who just kind of like which me. is me by the way. <laughs> I, I'm right with you there, uh, yeah. Adrian. I am not classically music theory trained. I just kind of like whatever I make up on guitar that sounds good or whatever I hum yeah. in my head it sounds good. And then it's like the, yeah, then the the person <laughs> that actually knows what they're doing will hear it or they're trying to learn it and they're just like, this doesn't make sense. Like. Uh, I can't it, play it, this. <laughs> it's kind of, it's. I'm, I'll admit it. It's a little bit frustrating at times because, uh, uh, like, even though Zach didn't go to college for it and Victor didn't go to college for it, mm -hmm. uh, they have made the effort to learn about it uh, yeah. through, you know, YouTube College or looking it up on Google and trying to understand Dwayne about uh, certain parts and like they they put in the effort to learn about music theory without actually going to pay for the classes. Uh, so when all three of them are talking about like um, the, the other day, they were, or not the other day, like the other week, they were talking about uh, dissonant chords and uh, how how like one like the whole specifics about it, the details. And I was just sitting there like an idiot, and I was like, uh, <laughs> that's so like okay. Yeah, I'm learning <laughs> uh, what you're telling me. That's fine. Uh, so and in the back of my head, I'm just like, man, I'm an idiot. Maybe I should Google some of this. <laughs> guilty. So yeah. guilty. I'll, I'll just, sometimes I just, I'll sit there and I'll, I pretend I know what they're talking about. I'll be like, yeah. Just uh -huh. smile and wave, boy. And I'm just smile like, oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah. On the, dude. On the opposite so end of that spectrum, it's like, you're trying to explain something to someone also, but cause you're so used to like using the, those like terms, everyone, you think everyone knows. Mm -hmm. you have to kind of describe it a little more that yeah. that kind of gets a little rough too because then it gets kind of some things get lost in translation there yeah. right so, so, so like say... sometimes i'll uh sometimes i'll tell Dwayne like what, what are you trying to do on that part well i'm trying to go from this note to this note and i'm just like i i don't know what that is can you like sound it out for me like is it an ah e or is it an ah oh <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> Oh it's, man, the whole thing. <laughs> so, so Dwayne, then do you do you struggle with trying to understand stuff that is not part of the music theory that you learned or that you were taught? Um, no, I I, I, I pretty I have a firm grasp on it. Luckily, on the music theory that I can understand, like I can pick up from like what they're telling me or clues mm -hmm. that make it easier to, for me to understand what's going on and put in my own terms. And most of the time, like you though. I would, as far as music going, making music and it sounding good, that for me, as long as it sounds good, it's okay, <laughs> you know? Yeah, you're right. So, At the end of the day, it's it's all about what it sounds like, whether, yeah. it's, whether it's correct or not. <laughs> yeah. Whether or not you uh, can vibe to it. Oh, yes, the vibe. I, I see yeah. I'm, I'm old and I don't really use that word that much. I mean, I've because uh, I know that's what all the cool kids say. They're like, yeah, I'm just looking for I've, someone to vibe I've with. Been using, I've been using it more and more over the like, last, yeah, the, like, last five years. I've kind of just been like, at first I would experiment with it and I'd be like, yeah, do you vibe with this? And my, I remember I told that to my boss one time. And he's um, like, excuse me? Work schedule. And he's like, uh -huh. what the fuck do you mean do I vibe with this? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, are you vibing, bro? <laughs> oh man! And I, yeah, and then I don't. I, I don't like, know what that means to vibe. What is? What does that mean? Um, and, uh, I, I was like, let me put this in old man speak. Like, are you clicking with it? Uh, are does you it... clicking? <laughs> oh does man! Does it click with I, you? Oh, is it man. copacetic? <laughs> copacetic. There you go. Oh. That's, I haven't heard that in a while. Uh, I, I sparsely use it. <laughs> so okay, so D twenty. Uh, COVID-19, what are you guys doing with it? How is that? Where are, are you Are you working through it? Are you not working Fucking through nothing. it? Nothing! <laughs> <laughs> I no, mean, we're, uh, because some, we're, some bands are kind of like, eh, you know, um, we're, we're not we, going to, we're going to, because there's a lot of bands that have hold off the release of new music or, you know, yeah. things like that. Some are taking it, you know, more seriously than others. All of, all of the above, man. Uh, we kind of have up and down throughout this entire thing. So uh, th this all started in like uh, January, February, Mar March, the beginning of March for us uh, is yeah. when everything got shut down and that was just it. No more shows. And uh, we actually had an upcoming show in April that we were super excited to play because the last one before that was in December. 
and um, oh wow yeah like we it would be three months since the, our last show and we really wanted to get on stage again so that got canceled and we we're like okay well fuck it we'll just work on the album and then we're like how long is this gonna last we don't even know uh let's just keep on recording and um do as much as we can and then we'll get back to band practice and i'll start trying to book shows for the end of the year and now that that's out of the water too because there are no shows at the end of this year it's just it's a crazy crazy thing going through right now uh we haven't practiced since like end of january and uh we uh, the entire we have a we have a 14 song album that we're going to be releasing hopefully next year um and we haven't practiced any of the songs on it together. So like, you've got this put together already. Yeah, we have all of our individual parts. We have the guitars memorized. We have the bass memorized. We have our drums and vocals and backup vocals. And we haven't played it together, like just individually. We've we played it individually, but we haven't actually played as a band since the end of January. And uh, like we, we have to get back into that swing of things. Uh, we were talking about it in the group chat uh like three days ago like oh i miss practicing we need to practice again like this this needs to stop (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah because you can i mean you can practice as long as you can as long as you do it responsibly and everything so it's a it's a small group it's not like it's a show with you know several people (laughs) there um but so you've got the album recorded is what you're saying or you have it written we have it written and mostly recorded right now. Oh, we're, okay. we're finishing up the final vocals on one last song. And then after that, all we have left is the backup vocals. So like um, you, you said, you listened to our, our Spotify the other day, right? So uh, yes. the, we have a live version of the EP with uh, two of the songs that are going to be on this album. The first one being uh, N25. And that's the one with the, uh, the little bits where it's like, hey, hey, hey. Um, okay. And yeah. Yeah. So, like, we, we got to do all the backup vocals for those parts and other parts of the songs, like the woes and the haze and etc. Nice. Nice. Um, so, I, I have a question for both of you because um, I'm sure you're going to have different answers. But let's say for the rest of your life, this is a silly question, by the way. Uh, for the rest of your life you can only listen to one album for the rest of your life what album are you going to choose and this can be anything whoever whoever wants to go first Dwayne or Adrian this is a tough question I listen to a lot of music just in general I know that's why you know I know I I know I'm uh I'm I'm making it hard, but I'm really curious. Should, do you want me to narrow? You want me to narrow down a genre for you? No, you're good. Does that uh, make it easier? I I already know <laughs> my answer. I want I want Dwayne to answer first. Though. You can narrow it down for me. I honestly listen to a lot of music, a lot of genres. Okay, let's say um you have yeah. one one punk one punk record. You can and that can be any kind of punk. I don't care. Um, because punk is anymore. It's so many, there's so many definitions of, of punk yeah. and everyone sees it's and a, hears it's punk a lifestyle. Yeah. It really is <laughs> at this point, you know, since it's been around for so long. So you got one punk record that you can listen to for the mm. rest of time. What one are you going to pick? I can listen to for the rest of time. Yes. This is a tough one still. I think, but it does help to narrow it down like that. Okay, good. I'm going to go a little more like, I might actually go pop punk, honestly. Okay. Like I said, that's punk, so. Yeah, the self-titled Blink-182 album. Ooh. I think that one. Was that one? Was that one or something more emo like the uh, Welcome to the Black Parade? Okay. (laughs) I could do Black Parade for the rest of my life. I'd be okay with that. Yeah, I like a lot of the songs on but that I, album too. <laughs> but I think the self-titled Blink One Eighty Two album seals the deal. That would be a good one because it does have a lot of variety in it. Yeah. So and it has a lot of like rougher, like more serious Blink songs, but still in like a classic, joking Blink style too, which is really cool about that album. 
it's such a strange album still to this day i think um i don't know and i don't necessarily mean that in a bad way i just feel like it's a strange because um it's strange in a cool way because there i feel like they just they were like you know okay we did the first two records they're pretty much the same you know or the the first main i mean well i guess dude ranch was technically on a major label as well um yeah but uh you know just talking about enema of the state and then of course take off your pants and jacket those were the the two yeah. most successful out of those first three um uh for major label um releases and yeah. i feel like they they were just kind of like going wild with what whatever they could <laughs> think of to try and experiment with when it came yeah. to songwriting That's- that's that's why one of that that album really stands out to me. Aside from being a more serious Blink in the classic Blink style, is the just it was a little more creative, and for me, being a little more creative always kind of just stands out. Yeah, and I agree. Makes a better experience overall. Yeah, good choice, man. Good choice. I like that. I like the reasoning behind that. Okay, now you're in the hot seat, Adrian. What you got? And and we can do punk too. If no, you, uh, I, I, you, do I already, you have yours? I, I already know. Yeah, I already know. Okay, uh, so I probably will get some shit for this, uh, but there's there's a big social stigma around uh, artists and people who listen to their own music. My oh, wow. personal choice to listen to an album for the rest of my life, the one album, um, is this new album that we're working on. Okay. Um, like that those are those are my lyrics man and then their guitar playing and their drums and like the entire point of doing this and wanting to do this for a living is doing what you love right so make make music you love and make it with all your heart so yeah i connect with these songs over any other song (laughs) right because you you Uh, you had a hand in in writing them so yeah man like uh, even with a time to relax if if we can't do uh albums that aren't out yet then it would be the time to relax album right so yeah uh, but like i connect with those songs i i i helped make those songs uh so I have a personal connection with them. And I, I feel like every other artist feels this exact same way. Uh, it's like, you, you were in a band. You know what it's like, man. Like yeah. you, oh, hell you yeah. connect with your music. Uh, yes. It's a piece of you. It's a piece of your fucking soul that you put into something. Yes. And uh, it's even more amazing when other people can connect to that. Um, so like, for instance, man, uh, the first time that we did this like big show, we had 10 people in the front rows of the audience that started singing our lyrics back to us uh, without any kind of pre-prompt, like, hey, these are the lyrics, like sing with us or anything like that. Like they just, they just knew the lyrics and it blew my fucking mind. Like I was just, uh, uh, on the outside, I was singing the song and you Me know, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Frontman and I was like, okay, yeah, no, this is great. Uh, and then on the inside, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, it was, it was a surreal moment. I was just freaking the fuck out. Like, I, I can't believe that people can actually enjoy our music. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a milestone achievement, man. Um, it was the 30 Zero show, right? No, it was the, it was the Broadside show. Oh, <laughs> we opened yeah, for Broadside. And we, Authority Zero, we had even more people seeing your lyrics yeah. back to us, man. That was just wow. like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, but what we're really single one of these people. <laughs> both uh, both great Zero bands, Zero. by the way. Authority yeah. Zero and yeah. Broadside. Great bands. Super awesome guys, by the mm-hmm. way. Uh, both bands. Uh, we got to talk with them a little bit backstage, and they're they're super awesome people. Broadside's uh, uh, new record. Uh, have you had a chance to listen to it yet? No, I have it's not. Really, it's, it's really, really good. Um, I, they, I believe it, man. Those guys are amazing musicians. Like they, uh, <laughs> they uh, recorded it with Seth Henderson, who lives out by me. Um, and uh, he's, he's actually about 45 minutes away from me um, in Crown Point, Indiana. I don't, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Seth. He's, he's known for Real Friends and Knuckle Puck. Um, no. Real Friends did, you know, their first uh, couple EPs there and their first full length uh, knuckle puck i think has literally done everything there if not most everything so far um 
And, you know, there, there's many others to add to the list. And I, I had a chance to record with Seth one time too. And the guy is just amazing at, at what he does. And, and uh, that new broadside record is, is just fantastic. So if you get a chance, give it a try. You'll probably like it. Yeah, man, I'm going to throw it on while the next time I get the chance. (laughs) Yeah. It it was just in the last like two to four weeks that came out. So, but yeah, like uh, circling back, like, yeah, that, that would be, that would be my one album to listen to for the rest of my life would be something that we wrote. I mean, Uh, I've, I've heard it from numerous artists and um, you know, you don't write music that you don't, like to listen to yourself because why yeah. would you write it you know so yeah. it it only makes sense because because you're gonna you're the one that's gonna have to play the songs especially if you end up writing a song that ends up being your your popular song or songs and people want to hear them at your shows you're gonna want to you know make sure you like it and yeah. sometimes you, you don't sometimes they really like songs that you don't really like but you probably should play them anyway you know oh yeah so the one of the weirdest, weirdest things, um, the one of the last bands I saw before, uh, before, you know, every everything shut down, all life music was Mest. I don't know how familiar you are with the band Mest. I saw them open for Hawthorne Heights. Those dudes can kill it. Okay, so uh, yes, fish, actually. Do, what's that, Dwayne? I think I saw them open for Real Big Fish. Yeah, uh, was that like last year? I think yeah, tour- last year at the at Sunshine. Yes. Okay. So when uh, so I saw them in February, and they were doing uh, they were celebrating 20 years of their Wasting Time record, um, which has um, uh, it has what's the Dilio on it? Yeah. You know the one of one of their most well known songs, right? So yeah. They were playing the record from front to back, and they skipped that song and i thought oh maybe they're just going to play it later they did not they didn't play it at all and i know i've i've heard tony their lead vocalist talk about how you know they don't really like the song because it's obviously it's it's super it's super uh you know it's it's very uh not that well of course it's poppy a lot of their songs are on, on the poppier end but it's super it's a superficial song you know, there, yeah. there's not, you know, the lyrics, it's more of a, just a fun poppy song to play. There's not really a lot of attachment to it. Um, and I'm sure there's, there's more to it than that, his reasoning. Um, but I, I think they just don't like playing that song live. <laughs> so they didn't play it. And I thought that was so strange because people love that song. It's one of their most well-known songs, yet they skipped right through it. <laughs> yeah. So. I just, I think that's, uh, that's just strange to me, but I get it. Like I get both sides of the, you know, the spectrum, but anyway, that, that is completely unrelated. I'm getting off on, on <laughs> tangents today. Mm. Um, one thing I did want to ask you guys about, um, just because this has been a hot topic in the scene this week. Um, mm-hmm. and of course, not just this week, it, it's been on and off, but it particularly this week, because, he just released a new song and that's machine gun Kelly. Um, have you heard any of his pop punk music that he's released and what are your feelings on it? Because I see so much um, back and forth about it online on all the different Facebook, the different pop punk Facebook groups, you know uh, it's like literally like watching people um, argue you know, who's better, Biden or Donald Trump? It's like the same thing. It's like you either <laughs> uh, love you either love the guy or you hate the guy. It's like that it's like the same thing with Machine Gun Kelly. So how do you guys feel about Machine Gun Kelly, whether you've listened to it or not, about so, his adventure uh, in pop punk? So uh Machine Gun Kelly. Um I I'm not a big rap guy, you know. Uh a lot of the rap that I do listen to is is very old school. Um, a lot of the stuff from the 80s and 90s. So like Run DMC, sure. Two Life Crew, uh, House of Pain, Cypress Hill, that, all, all that stuff. I don't really like modern rap, uh, even Machine Gun Kelly. And then uh, I was curious about what he was doing with pop punk. And I was just like, is he going to like shit on our my one of my favorite genres or something? Like, is he going to do something weird about it and like make a big deal? Uh, and no. Uh, from what I could tell, he's just he's doing what he enjoys, and he decided 
he wants to try pop punk and i i i kind of like it like it sounds good so i don't have a problem with it um i'm surprised that all these other people do though uh because it's like as a as an artist like why why narrow him down to one field if he wants to write a fucking metal record like he could do that too uh if he wants to if he wants to tattoo some shit on his face and be a mumble rapper for the rest of his life he could do that too like those those are his decisions not not yours like Mm -hmm. um there there's a term that comes to mind and it's uh gatekeepers um yeah i've been seeing you know i just kind of recently learned about that term i'll let you i'll let you explain (laughs) i'll let you explain the whole gatekeeper thing no it's like these people uh whether they be like a huge fan or somebody who is uh educated in uh genres and all these different lists and uh they think they have all this knowledge about it so they're the ones who get to determine who can do it and it's like no that's not (laughs) you're you're not a it's literally what it is it's a gatekeeper (laughs) <laughs> yeah or that's, someone who is able to define is this pop punk or is it not yeah. pop punk i mean that, you know yeah like who who the fuck are you to, to speak about it like <laughs> right um i i feel like i i was a gatekeeper at one point um and, you know earlier um in the early 2010s when the you know the i call it the third wave of pop punk um Mm. you know 90s being the first 2000s being the second 2010s being the third um or new wave punk you know um and i i did not consider it pop punk and it and it made me uh very um i was kind of resentful about it um but then i just finally was like you know what everything changes everything evolves it's pop punk you know it's just a different version of what what has come before and that's just i just finally realized that's life right so um so i accepted it and i was like this stuff is awesome you know so like uh the the definition for each little subgenre or general genre changes over time so like uh for instance when i first started listening to afi uh this was like back in middle school when uh miss murder came out with their album december underground and i was just like oh, this is awesome. What kind of like music is this? What genre would this be? And back then, it was considered alternative. Alternative rock. And now, it's considered something else. And I don't even know what anymore because like, I was just like, okay, so I don't know anything and you do. Uh, I give up on this fight. Like, I'm not even going to learn about all the different sub-genres. If it's music, I like it. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's, getting, it's getting to that point. Um, but, it's uh, kind of like the whole... Uh, gender thing man like there's 72 genders now like i that 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 blows my mind still um and that that's that everybody has an opinion um i'm I'm not trashing on those people either um if you believe that there are 72 genders then you believe that there are 72 genders uh same thing with music as an just an example to put it in contrast like if you believe that there are like 500 different subgenres to punk then yeah sure uh you know more about it than i do so <laughs> I think there, I think there are at least that many at this point. You know? Yeah, like, <laughs> um, like there's there's trash punk, there's uh, grunge punk, there's uh, yeah, there's crust punk. It's yeah, like, okay. Uh, Dwayne, little... I Dwayne, I didn't forget about you, bud. Um, what's your thoughts and feelings about Machine Gun Kelly and the pop punk music he's been releasing? Have you heard any of it? I and... have not. Okay. Um, so I. Don't... I don't really have enough background on that anyway, just to form an opinion. Mm-hmm. So, so, yeah, um, honestly, like, if he, if he wants to do it, let him do it. I'm not going to stop him from doing it, you know? Yeah. If I could. It's just, it's interesting to watch people that are so welcoming. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, a, a rapper, a, a well-known rapper decides he's going to put out a pop punk album and they're like, <laughs> Oh my God, no, <laughs> you know? And, and it just, yeah. it's just, uh, it's, it's bizarre to me. And, and I, I think people are being harsh. Cause I remember I'm trying to remember the first, I, I want to say like one of the first things he put out was a Paramore cover. 
I think, if I'm oh. not mistaken. Yeah, you put um, on the cover of Misery Business. What's that, Twain? I actually did listen to that one. Okay. And I didn't and, mind it at all. I thought it was pretty cool just to see him like experimenting outside of what he's known for. Yeah, you know? different. People were really, really bashing it for the most part. And so, you know, I gave it a listen and I, I thought to myself, I was like, I don't know why people are saying so much shit about it because one, I've heard so much worse and yeah. it wasn't even, it wasn't even bad. Like, I mean, yeah, I've heard, I've heard uh, better uh, covers that have really s- struck a chord with me a lot more. But there was no way I was going to listen to his version of that Paramore song and be like, "Wow, this sounds really <laughs> shitty." Like, come on, I just, I just think it's, it's, uh, you know, there, there's, there's a big difference between, you know, something that's really, really shitty and and something that's actually good, but maybe you just don't like it. So it's like, because yeah. a lot of pop punk artists stray into more poppy or rappy sounds too. Oh yeah. Electronic sounds. It's like, it's why you're more accepting of a, you know, an artist you're familiar with doing something outside of that genre rather than accepting someone else trying to edge their way into another one. Mm-hmm. That kind of just kind of confuses me as well. Yeah. It's uh like, you know, like Adrian brought up gatekeepers, you know? Yeah. So, um, it's just it's it's when when you uh there's something about being a teenager and growing up with that genre of music you know and love and then when you get in your 20s or whenever it is it changes and then you're like no 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 <laughs> you know <laughs> like we I, I i don't know i i've i've gone through that myself it's hard to let go you know it yeah it really well, like, is pop punk isn't even my favorite genre um like i it's cool. I'm in a pop punk band, you know, and I, I love the genre, but uh, I actually don't listen to a lot of pop punk. A lot of the stuff that I listened to since high school has been a lot of uh, metalcore. And, like, I did see you wearing that, that picture. From pop punk. What's that? <laughs> Which does kind of derive from pop punk if you think about it. Yeah, yeah. But there's, <laughs> there's, a lot of, there's a lot of people that love pop punk, but they also love metalcore. So, like, you know what? Like it's, Adrian, uh, so so it's like uh i I, before uh, like all through middle school i was kind of trying to figure out what i liked and what i didn't Mm -hmm. like and Mm -hmm. i loved uh death metal a lot of grindcore type of stuff uh i used to listen to bands like uh cannibal corpse behemoth uh, (laughs) nice just like these heavy fucking bands and devil driver um and then on the other end of the spectrum i really liked pop punk too like uh mm-hmm. green day blink 182 some 41 all the you know the big bands at the moment and uh right. i was like man if somebody could find a way to like combine these two different genres with the catchy hooky choruses and the heavy screams and breakdowns like i would fall in love and then my big brother came home one day he's like 4 years older than me <laughs> um and he uh he was listening to under oath and I was just like, this sounds fucking great. <laughs> like, what is this? What, what is this genre? And he's like, oh, this is called metalcore. And uh, I was just like, dude, it's like they combine death metal and fucking pop punk. I love it. And then I started listening to more of it. And um, then I got introduced to bands like uh, Asking Alexandria and Black Veil Brides and Bring the Horizon, all these other metalcore bands. Uh, and I just like I fell in love with the fucking genre, and I still listen to a lot of it this day. Um, uh, not so much pop punk, like mm-hmm. I I do every now and then, but a lot of the time, if you just like bust into my room, either I'm listening to some some heavy metal or dubstep or fucking metalcore. <laughs> well, I love that you're wearing a Green Day shirt for this know, right? uh, <laughs> this interview because I mean I don't know like if you've listened to the podcast, you know how much I love Green Day. That's like my favorite mm-hmm. band. So so um, you know I, I, uh, I thought that was funny. <laughs> I really wasn't uh, that much into Green Day until a couple of years ago. Uh, so my my previous band it was an experience that's why i put quotations around the band um but i had this this shitty best friend at the time that was also my drummer in that previous band and uh like he was super into green day that was his favorite band of all time and uh that's all we listened to like he he was my he was my co-pilot in my truck with me all the time so he would be okay uh so like 90 percent of the time it would be green day (laughs) 
So, <laughs> uh, I loved American Idiot. That was a great album. All the other albums, uh, I think that's my favorite out of all the previous ones was Dookie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, just continuing from there, uh, Revolution Radio was an amazing album. I found that super catchy, and I sang to it all the time. Um, that was after we had broken up, and I said "fuck you" and bye. <laughs> so Damn. he's the, he's the one who got me into Green Day, and okay. in turn, I got him into Black Veil Brides. So it, it was kind of it was kind of a nice little exchange there. <laughs> yeah, nice trade off. I like that. Yeah, um, that's awesome. But yeah, man, like I, I'm a, I may be a Green Day fan now, but I wasn't like a huge super fan throughout high school. Like, sure, I, I like their music now. <laughs> mm-hmm. How about how about you, Dwayne? What was a band that you were just not into, and then you you grew up a little, and you gave them another listen, and you're like, whoa, like this? Why did I wait so long? Um, let's see. I hmm, I don't really think I was like never really into a not into a band outside of Corn. <laughs> I still don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> but um no i don't I, mean, I really don't think there's an actual artist like, like i've never really been into that i would then go back to and listen and be like hey that's pretty cool just kind of i i, I really like music so just kind of mm-hmm. this music it's pretty cool to me so okay well see Dwayne just has good taste all around <laughs> he, he really does he's uh he's diverse uh in a lot of different ways Awesome. Uh, so like that's something that I really appreciate about Dwayne is uh like whenever we get into a talk about music, like it's 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 vast conversation. It's not it's not to one specific genre. We bring up examples constantly right. of different bands and what they do and different genres. Yeah. I, I I think uh back, going back to that early question real quick, I I guess I can kinda say genre wise, um rap. I really kind of despised for quite some time, but I'm um, just going back into it later on. I actually kind of started to have a little more appreciation for it. Yeah. I, that's actually, it, I'm glad you brought that up. That's actually kind of how I feel about rap too. Um, <laughs> I, yeah. uh, I, I appreciate it so much more than I did when I was younger. I guess I see the, you know, the value of it yeah. as, as an art form. So, and I feel like I didn't when I was younger. I think it was just a maturity thing, you know? Yeah. So, um, but sometimes people uh, still despise things that they hated when they were younger. So, you know, to (laughs) each their own. But uh, yeah, that's a good one. I I definitely agree with that. That's that's exactly how I feel about rap too. So um, anyway, thank you guys so much for being on. Uh, We got to wrap this up, but um, what... Uh, we I know uh, d20official.com is your official website. Um, yeah, I know, it's uh, d20officialband.com. Oh, it's band. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, d20officialband.com. I know there's you know links to uh, you know the time to relax EP from there, um, and uh, you know obviously there probably shows get put up there as well, but. there's no shows right now but hopefully we'll get back to those soon um what are your uh, social media links and and what what else you want to um say uh about the band before before we wrap it up uh social media links uh you can find all of our social links through our main accounts which is just anything going to be under d20 official bands that's the official uh user handle name for all of our accounts and our website uh, you can find our individual accounts through there as well. We have them either in the biography or the about section. Um, and I forgot what the other question was right now. <laughs> well, I was just going to say, you know, I, you were talking about new music. I don't know if there's anything coming up like relatively sooner. That's still pretty far out, but. Um... Um, it's, it's still pretty far out. Uh, it kind of depends on how this coronavirus keeps going and how it affects our, you know, music industry. Yeah. Um, so if we, uh, we really want to put something out by at least the end of this year. Uh, mm. So we'll, we'll be, we'll be doing that um, at some point. And it, it just, it's all the whole promotion kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Sure. Of course. Of course. All right. Well, uh, Dwayne, how about you, man? 
What's uh, what you got going on the rest of the day? The rest of the day, um, go home. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in the car? Yeah, I, I <laughs> literally joined the call from my car after I got off work. So. Oh my god! Well, dude, thanks for joining us after working a hard ass day, man. Are you? You must be an early riser like myself. Um, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, I get I up at at like four o'clock in the morning. So. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I, I just. If I don't wake up that early, I usually have like it's kind of ingrained to wake up at like eight in the morning. No, Man, sure. You guys get to wake up like I don't even know what sleep is like anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I've just well, been just been up for days. <laughs> well, uh, maybe uh, work on maybe. I forgot what I was going to say. I don't know what the hell I was going to say. I completely okay. lost my train of thought. I, I was going to sure have something was funny, man. I was going to have something clever. To, yeah, I had something clever and then it just, it, yeah, it faded. So anyway, but no, thank you guys so much for your time today. This was a lot of fun. Adrian, awesome, man. Adrian Phoenix and Dwayne, I don't, what's, what's your last name, Dwayne? Uh, my last name is Hosky. Hosky. We call him the Boulder. The Boulder? <laughs> <laughs> they really don't call me that though. <laughs> Not anymore, but we did for like a solid couple of months. <laughs> oh man, I think the name Dwayne is badass. So it is. You know. um, yeah, definitely. All right, guys. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. I look forward to hearing sure. you know the the, uh, the new album whenever it does happen to drop. And uh, you guys take good care of yourselves. Oh, yeah, man. Hey, uh, thank you so you much too, for doing this with us. Thank you once again to Adrian and Dwayne of D20 out of Albuquerque, New Mexico. It was a lot of fun learning about New Mexico because I didn't know that much about it. And it was a lot of fun talking with them about that and also getting their take on the Machine Gun Kelly pop punk thing. That seems to be quite the hot topic right now in the pop punk scene. So it was, it was nice to hear their view and their angle on it, which is pretty much how I view it currently as well. So anyway, um, please, if you can, if you can support monetarily with some money to the podcast, um, buy something at our brand new merch store, bangerangradio.com forward slash merch. I just added some items that have just the Pop Punk and Pizza logo on them, men's shirts, women's shirts, and also hoodies. I mean, it's August, fall is right around the corner if you need some new hoodies. Now is the perfect time to get one. And there's also the two other designs that have been up for a little while. Um, Pop Punk and Pizza Ruined My Life and Pop Punk and Pizza Saved My Life. You can get that in different apparel as well. There's also coffee mugs and face masks and many more things. But you can uh, go to bangerangradio.com forward slash, forward slash merch to click on the link for that. And once you go to checkout, make sure you use that promo code POPPUNK and you'll get $2 off your order. Or if you don't necessarily want to buy any merch and you just want to tip us a buck or two, that's totally cool. You can do that at paypal.me forward slash poppunkpizzapod. Honestly, anything you want to donate is cool. I don't even care if it's two cents, whatever. Uh, If you can't donate any money, all I ask is uh, that you do something for free, and that is give us a positive rating or review wherever it is that you listen to this podcast. So if it's Apple Music or Spotify, wherever it is, drop us a nice rating and review there. And also follow us on social media. That does not cost a thing. Um, We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all at poppunkpizzapod. And uh, my Twitter is on air with JL. So please follow those pages and we'll keep you up to date on everything that's happening here on the podcast. I truly, truly appreciate that. So coming up next week on the podcast, it's going to pay off for you to like us on Facebook because just like today's uh, show was actually originally recorded on Facebook Live, I'm going to do that again next week. And we're going to do it two nights in a row. So August 18th, will be with the Fallaways from Canada. That'll be at 6.30 Central Time. And then August 19th, which is a Wednesday, that'll be with Midnight Echo at 6.30. 
Also a band from Canada, uh, 6.30 Central Time for that. So those will both be live podcasts if you want to catch the live recordings of them on our Facebook page, which once again, facebook.com forward slash pop punk and pizza. If you can't join us, that's cool. You can always listen to the actual podcast episode later, wherever it is that you listen to this podcast. So thank you so much for that. I hope you have a great rest of the week and can't wait to be back uh, here with you next week on Pop Punk and Pizza. Take care. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey, hello, it's nice to meet you. Hey, come in and have a slice of pizza. Hey,